Hello, my lovely peaches. It's your host, Rach. Welcome to your midweek mindfulness motivation, because it doesn't have to be a Monday to start bettering ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Right Now with Rach podcast, where we keep it real and talk about all things self-improvement. I am so, so happy you are here, and I am so proud of you for clicking on this podcast, because I know it means that you are taking steps forward in your journey of personal growth. So welcome, you beautiful soul. Hi, peaches. How's everyone's September going? I hope so good. It's crazy to me already that summer is over. I don't know if it's just me, but that was the shortest summer I've ever experienced. Time is a thief. Anyways, coming into this new month, we need to start taking care of ourselves better. So many of us lack self-care. Okay, and I don't mean like once a month getting a pedicure or a massage or putting on a face mask. Like, that's all fine and dandy, but it's not the true definition of self-care like social media leads us to believe it is. And today we're going to dive into that. I heard this analogy a little while ago, and I really liked it. When speaking about self-care, think of it as like yourself having a cup, okay? And I know most of us have probably heard the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. Well, this is along the same lines of that. You need to do things to fill your cup in order to have something to give to others. In today's society, overworking ourselves is glorified. I don't know how or why that got started, but the grind is a special state that means you're working more hours a week than you should and more than a balanced lifestyle would call for and you're pushing yourself to the limit and beyond. All you have time for is your job and a little bit of your family And you never have time for yourself or anything else. It's not healthy. And I don't know why it's being portrayed as badass when, for a lot of people, running themselves that thin eventually gets them into hot water. Whether it's relationship hot water, physical hot water, mental hot water, you know? And now everyone's cup is a different size. And that means everyone has different limits and requirements for what that means to fill that cup. Some people only need a few minutes a day to rejuvenate, and others need a lot more than that. No matter what size your cup is, know that that doesn't matter what others can and cannot handle. They're not you, and you need to focus on what it means to fill yours. Like we always talk about, don't compare yourself and your self-care needs to that of other people. Okay, this is about us. So what does your filling, filling your cup look like? Well, it can be a variety of things, but basically it's whatever your mind, body, and soul need to feel energized enough and centered. Like I said, it's not all about mani-pedis and facials. And sure, if that's something you enjoy and it makes you feel good and you feel like you can go out and conquer the world afterwards, absolutely have that as part of your self-care handbook. But when we're talking about filling our cups, we need to have daily and weekly things that we do in order to be able to give our best selves to those around us. There are seven pillars of self-care that we need to keep in mind. Mental, emotional, physical, environmental, spiritual, recreational, and social. And we need to do things to try and meet needs in each of these categories in order to have a well-balanced cup. Many examples of things that you can do cover more of these categories at once. So don't worry. I'm not like you have to add seven different things to your routine. No, I know we're all busy, but this is also very important. So we do need to make sure we're fitting something into our daily lives. 
Some examples of different self-care things that you can do include exercise. Um, That's actually a big one that all of us should be including into our day or week somehow. Regardless of your level of athletic ability, we all know that moving our bodies is good for both our physical and mental health. So I highly, highly, highly recommend adding movement to your handbook. If you're not someone who wants to go to the gym and work work out for an hour, that is totally fine. That is not for everyone and it'll make you miserable, then that's actually the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish here. But if that's not your thing, then I want you to find something physical that you do enjoy. Maybe it's just dancing around the kitchen for 10 minutes by yourself, vibing out. Like, I don't feel weird about that, man. You're alone, Peach. No one will know how terrible of a dancer you are. (laughs) Or maybe you enjoy morning or evening yoga. Maybe you have a pool and you like to swim. Or you like to go outside going for a walk. And doing it outside also benefits the environmental category. So you can kill three birds with one stone. Whatever it is, find something that gets your body moving and incorporate it into your day. Even if some days are super busy, give it five minutes on those days. I know that you can make that happen. Some other things that you can do to fill your cup are things like taking a nice relaxing bath, meditating, reading a book for half an hour, creating a masterpiece in the kitchen, or doing something artistic. Uh, You can journal. You can sit in silence and do absolutely nothing for 10 minutes or doing a mind dump at the end of the day. I think that's a really cool idea. Uh, I was reading this article from the University of Kansas, and I'll link link it in my show notes. Um, But they suggested this under the mental health section, and I absolutely love it. We have so much going on in our minds all the time that I think it makes a lot of sense to just maybe grab a pen and paper or your computer to type or even make a voice note on your phone where you just vomit out all of your thoughts. They don't have to make sense or be in order. It's just something you can do to put down everything your mind is wandering about and then leave it there. And remember, nobody is going to read or listen to it, so it doesn't matter what it looks or sounds like. It's a mental release for you and then you can go to bed and have a good sleep and not have your mind racing. Hopefully. (laughs) I'm 100% going to try that this week. I think it's a really cool idea. There are so many options of things that will give us that mental break that we need in order to recharge. If we're running on fumes and never have a minute to ourselves, we won't be the best we can be for the people we love. I completely understand that there are days where this feels impossible to do especially for parents that have a child or multiple children demanding their attention 24-7. It's okay to have days here and there where you're pouring from an empty cup, but it's not sustainable. Think about if you never got your oil changed on your car. Okay, yeah, you can run like that for a while, but what's going to happen eventually? Your engine's going to seize or blow up. I don't really know anything about cars, but like your vehicle's going to stop working, and that's the point. (laughs) So if there's days where you can't, do anything about it, the next day, you have to do something for yourself. And I don't mean eat a meal or take a shower. Like those are basic human needs and they don't count, okay? Something on top of that. Having a coffee alone on the patio and taking a minute to breathe. Fill your cup. I'm not going to stop saying it. I think it's a cool kind of metaphor for this. Because think about where you're at now, Peach. You've never really learned to fill it up. 
You find yourself easily irritated or overstimulated, overwhelmed easily. You feel guilty for not being able to give everything you want to your friends and family or your, to your job. You feel resentful towards people in your life that seem like they have it more together than you. You're mentally drained all the time. You maybe don't give your body the proper fuel or sleep that it needs. You can't remember the last time you didn't have 16 things on your to-do list. Your cup has been emptied for a long time. And maybe those mani-pedi massage days have stopped working and the band-aids are no longer holding. Does any of that sound familiar? Good, because that means you're currently in the right place listening to a podcast on self-care and I am proud of you, Peach. Now, we've talked about what all of that looks like, but let's talk about how to legitimately start applying all of this to your, your life. I don't know about you, but when I listen to like motivational stuff and podcasts that are kind of similar to mine, I feel really good afterwards. I feel ready to start making changes. And I have all these grand ideas of the person that I'm going to start being and the things I'm going to start to do, et cetera, et cetera. But because there aren't always realistic step-by-step instructions, like I am someone who needs that shit laid out for me methodically because otherwise I don't really always get to where I want to be. And I know I can't be the only one that's like that. So I'm here to change that for myself and for any one of you cute little peaches that are listening today that could benefit. For starters, I want you to think about or write down if you're a more visual person, uh, what a typical day looks like for you and then a typical week. Like, let's say for someone who works a nine to five, it might look like I wake up at six or 7 a.m. I use the washroom, uh, shower, make my coffee, scroll on my phone for 30 minutes. Then I get the kids ready, make breakfast, go to work, come home, make dinner, clean up, put the kids to bed, have a snack, watch some TV, go to bed. Okay. Now that was just a pretty quick one for me to kind of make up, but you understand my gist. Think about what your typical day looks like. Got it? Cool. Now, let's look at where there are moments we are wasting on things that are not filling our cups. Things that we don't have to do to make our lives functional. Like, we can't cut out going to work or getting our kids ready for school or eating. But there are a bunch of filler that we can use to do things that benefit us and keep us from feeling empty at the end of the week. Okay, things like spending an hour scrolling on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Busted, Peach. That is not self-care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your quiet time, your me time. I get it. Sure. I'm not saying you can't go on TikTok. I have a problem with it too sometimes. <laughs> I'm saying just take 10 minutes away from TikTok and your phone. Set yourself a timer if you have to to go and do something less stimulating. You need things that are going to wind you down and center you with yourself and not be focusing on what other people are doing. You're already doing that all day. This self-care cup filling we're talking about is for you to focus on you. I know it is a wild concept some days, but I need you to stay with me on this, okay? Let's take 10 minutes away from your phone and spend it writing in your journal or doing some stretching or a quick walk around the block, leaving your phone at home, 
or sitting on the deck with a coffee or a water or a glass of wine if you like. Read your book. Pick something you enjoy and take those 10 minutes to do it. Find a little hobby that you like. Something that is solely yours. It will give you a little bit of readjustment and some capacity to continue to accomplish all of the things you need to do in a day and give what you need to give to those around you. All I'm asking for is for you to find a minimum of 10 minutes for yourself. You can absolutely take longer. That was a kind of a dramatic absolutely. When you want to and when you can, I definitely suggest you do if you have that time. But I know when we're starting to adjust something, we have to take it slow. We have to take baby steps. And I know that there are going to be days where 10 minutes is just not possible. So if you have that, then the next day I want you to double it. Okay, we need to take care of ourselves. Now, the next thing that we can do in our weekly schedules is learn to say no to things that are extra, that are not necessary, that we know we don't want to do because we're going to be exhausted if we do it. Like on a week where you've had so much on your plate and you're just go, 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 go. When you're super exhausted and your friends ask you to go out for dinner and you know that's kind of your only night home to kind of have a little bit of me time or some family time and just relax say no it's okay that you haven't seen your friends in so long you will see them again you need to be able to learn to manage your only time that you have off between the people that you need to see and yourself okay so it's okay not to do things once in a while when you have no social battery left or say no to doing overtime or just don't plan things on nights during the week when You know, the kids are going to be at soccer and you have an hour to just be alone. Freaking take that hour. Don't feel guilty for not giving it to someone else that you should give it to. No, give it to yourself. Take that hour, go for a workout or take a nap or read your book, do your hobby, do something that is going to have less of a social mental impact on yourself. That is also part of self-care. It's okay to say no. I don't mind saying that again. It's okay to say no. The next thing I want you to do, if you don't already, some of you uh, have a lot of the physical category down pat, but if you don't, I want you to plan some good nutritious meals and take your vitamins. This takes no time at all, so I don't want any excuses. If you're too busy and don't have time to cook big extravagant, you know, meals with like all these different dishes, that's fine. Half the time, I'm too lazy for that anyway. So then Google quick healthy alternatives. A salad. Takes five minutes. Okay, crock pot meals. Convenient as fuck. I guarantee you there's some kind of nutritious meals that you can incorporate into your schedules. Getting all of our vitamins and proper nutrients helps us feel energized and helps prevent us from getting sick when we're too run down. And I don't know who needs to hear this reminder, but drink your water. Emphasis on that sentence. Peaches, these things don't have to be as hard to implement into our lives as we make them out to be. If you're tired of feeling drained, do something about it. Start finding solutions and stop complaining. You're listening to this for a reason, so let's start now. Self-care is not selfish. It's essential. So, That's all I have for you today, and I'm going to leave you the way I always do in reminding you 
that your direction is more important than your speed. A step forward, even if it's just one, is a step in the right direction and progress you should be proud of. You are beautiful, you are smart, and you can do anything, including taking care of yourself. Talk soon. Mwah.